Now, today I want to talk to you guys about a question that I got asked in my inbox on Facebook. And that question was, how do you stay so positive? Now, guys, this did not turn out the way that I expected it to. Okay. When most people ask, how do you stay so positive? And then you tell them, the last thing that you expect is for them to respond in an angry outburst. And that is precisely what happened. So the moral of that story is that when people are hurting, they are likely going to project onto you. And there's nothing you can do about that. But how do you still stay positive even when you encounter people that might not be, you know, the most enjoyable person to be around? Welcome to Sovereign Solutions, a lifestyle podcast for your soul. I am your host, Cody Ann Smith. I'm a spiritual advisor and teacher who is passionate about helping you master your life, upgrading your energy, answering your highest calling, and leaving a legacy that powerfully impacts the world. Are you ready to get started? Let's go. Hello and welcome back to the show. Thank you so much for your gift of presence and for spending your quality time and energy here with me today on the show. Now today I want to talk to you guys about a question that I got asked in my inbox on Facebook and that question was, how do you stay so positive? Now guys, this did not turn out the way that I expected it to, okay? When most people ask, how do you stay so positive? And then you tell them, the last thing that you expect is for them to respond in an angry outburst. And that is precisely what happened. So the moral of that story is that when people are hurting, they are likely going to project onto you. And there's nothing you can do about that. But how do you still stay positive even when you encounter people that might not be, you know, the most enjoyable person to be around? Well, it all starts within you first. Positivity is something that you cultivate inside of you. So it doesn't matter what's happening out there. It doesn't matter how people respond to you when you know how to cultivate that for yourself. And today I want to share some of the things that I use to keep myself in a positive mood. But disclaimer, I want to first say that I'm not always in a positive mood. In fact, if I was, then I would not be authentic. Because as a human, there is absolutely no chance that we can always be 100% positive. Okay, sometimes we are going to get sucked under the current. It's just part of life. So with that being said, I also know that the magic lies within those negative moments or those challenging times. And often I ask myself if I want this challenge to be the source of pain in my life or do I want them to be the catalyst for inspiration? Because wisdom comes when we can grow through the challenges that we are presented with. So the first step in becoming positive is to remember that We all are seeing things through our own perspective. So if we see something negative, the person right next to us might not. So that tells us that it's our attitude 
that determines our experience. And I remind myself of that often because yes, it's easy to get trapped into negativity, especially with so much negativity in the collective energy field. So when I do end up feeling negative, the very first thing that I do is I start asking questions because that is how we get the answers that we need through inquiry. So I ask, what is it that is going on that's causing this misalignment that I'm feeling or that I'm sensing? And usually it's because there is something that I have not given to myself that I need. Maybe I've been working too hard. Maybe I've been putting you know, all these other things in front of my own self-care and I've neglected myself. And so anger or negativity becomes a boundary for me. That's when I know that it's time to just stop everything that I'm doing and give myself what I need. I cannot move forward without doing so unless I want to continue to build up momentum in a negative direction. And typically, if I haven't been given myself the care that I need, then I've also lost track of my vision. And if I've lost track of my vision, then things become dull. As humans, we live for purpose. We want to wake up in the morning and feel like we are making a contribution. But we also want to make sure that we are giving from the energy of overflow because that is prosperity. If we're giving from the energy of lack where we're not giving ourselves what we need, that just causes more negativity. And usually this shows up through a bad mood. I did a YouTube video on how to overcome a bad mood. And one of the things that I pointed out in there is that usually when we are experiencing a bad mood, it's something that has been brewing for a while. So there's unconscious thought patterns and narratives that we are saying to ourselves that we're not aware of that are affecting our emotions. And when we become aware of those thoughts, that's when we can take our power back and become more in control of how we want to respond. So the very first thing that I do is I figure out what it is that I need. If I need some self-care, I give it to myself. And that includes eliminating distractions. Because when we have all these things going on, our phones going off, Facebook notifications, or we're watching nonstop YouTube or whatever it might be, we are not giving ourselves the adequate time to go within. And what I have found is that by going within, that's when I reach that vision again. That's when things start to come together and that's when I start feeling inspired. Remember, do I want this to be a source of pain or do I want this challenge to be a source of inspiration? I want to promote inspiration, but that means that I have to be inspiration. I have to feel inspired in order to be inspiring. And so sometimes that looks like taking a bath. Sometimes it looks like waking up extra early so that I can focus on my morning practice. Sometimes it's reading a book. Sometimes it's actually doing nothing at all because that is what I need in that moment. And without fail, the vision starts coming back. What's important to me starts being placed right in front of me again. And so I nurture that. I nurture my inner idealist. That way, when challenges do come, I have built up so much strength that I can take it on again. 
There was this meme that I saw on Facebook, and I thought it was very profound. I'm going to read it to you here because it resonates with what we're talking about with staying positive and being able to meet our challenges. However, I want you to do this with an open mind and feel the essence of the message instead of getting caught up in the details. So it says, marriage is hard. Divorce is hard. Choose your hard. Obesity is hard. Being fit is hard. Choose your hard. Being in debt is hard. Being financially disciplined is hard. Choose your hard. Communication is hard. Not communicating is hard. Choose your hard. Life will never be easy. It will always be hard. But we can choose our hard. Choose wisely. Again, our perception of hard is our own perception. I like to use the word challenges. But either way, the essence of the message is that there's always going to be something. And it always boils down to what we are going to choose. I choose is one of my favorite statements because it's so empowering. And so often in my day, I will say, I choose to be happy or I choose to take a pause. I choose to allow myself the space I need in order to recalibrate myself. That word or that phrase, I choose, is so powerful. And the more that I use it, the more I realize that it is a huge source of my positivity because it's a lot easier to be positive when we feel empowered. When we feel like a victim, when we feel like things are happening to us, no, it is not going to be easy to be positive. In fact, it's almost impossible to be positive. How can somebody be positive and feel like the world is falling? You just can't. But to know that the power and the sovereignty lies within us, within you, that helps instill positivity. The other thing that I really think contributes to being able to stay upbeat and positive is to keep my space clean and decluttered. That way, energy can freely flow throughout my house and my environment, which means it also freely flows within my energy field because our energy fields resonate with our environment. So by keeping things decluttered, it helps me feel lighter. And I get rid of things that I don't use that I think other people would benefit from. In fact, just the other day, I went through every single room in my house and donated probably about eight bags of really nice clothes to the Goodwill because we just don't need all that. And once I got rid of all that stuff, it felt so freeing. And I could just picture little girls wearing London's old shirts that are, you know, super cute and how happy they are that they got that shirt and it made me feel good. Because you guys, contribution helps us to stay in a positive mood. Whenever you feel negative or down in the dumps, one of the quickest ways to help get yourself out of that space is to give to another person. That doesn't matter if it's giving some advice giving a compliment, giving some money, giving a donation, whatever it is. Giving creates this feeling of love inside of us. 
And when we cultivate that, we feel positive. We feel one with other people instead of so separate and divisive. So really what I'm getting at here is if you're feeling down and you're feeling that low frequency energy, you have to raise your vibration. And the way to do that is through some of these tips that I'm sharing with you. I have a couple more before the end of this episode that I think will help you for sure. But I also would love to hear back from you. What are some things that you use in order to raise your vibration that I might not have mentioned here in this episode? Because I love to know what other people are doing because not everything works for just one person. So if you want to share that with me, please feel free to do so. All right, so one thing that really I think has a huge impact on being able to have that optimistic view of the world is to keep yourself in that state of high frequency as often as possible. So the way that I do that is through investing in courses. Right now, for example, I'm in the Gene Keys Venus deep dive because I know that there's deeper work that I could do to open my heart more. And I love being in the energy of other people doing it. It makes it so much more powerful. And having help, investing in help when we need it, also it helps us to raise our vibration. So it's just like a little maintenance thing. It's like, you know, you don't brush your teeth like once a week and then expect your teeth to be nice. We have to maintain our health inside and out. That also means that we have to maintain our emotional health. And emotional health comes from being in the energy of high frequency. So whatever that looks like for you. For me, I know that I have to exercise every single day. I walk three to four miles. Well, I like speed walk, okay? I can't really run. If I run, I might stress my adrenal glands out too much and I already have low cortisol. But I speed walk about three to four miles every single day and then I do a 10-minute workout in the mornings because I have to exercise. I have to take care of that part of my life. And if I don't, things become unbalanced. And then that's when I might notice more negativity showing up. And that's again, when I have to go back and ask myself, what is it that I need? What's going on? And then the answer comes. So it's important for us that we are aligned with the things that are going to help keep our vibration high, not just raise it temporarily so that it can drop back down, but something that is continuous. Exercise is a big one for me. Diet is another huge one for me. And perhaps this might even be the most important one, but I never go to bed in a bad mood. I have to have things settled and accounted for before I lay my head on that pillow at night because I know that the way that I go to bed is going to filter into my next morning because that's just how it works. Really, our morning routines start at night. And if you're interested in learning more about morning routines, I do also have a podcast on that. So you can definitely go to my website and type in morning routine under the search bar and that should pop up for you. Now, this one is probably a lot more obvious, and that is to eliminate toxic influences around you and your environment. Remember, you have a choice on who you want in your life. You have a choice who you are going to allow to affect you. Now, I do know that it can be very difficult when we have toxic family members, but the thing is, is that you don't even want to 
avoid them altogether. You want to use those toxic situations as a means to grow because whatever they are triggering inside of you is offering you your next level of growth. That doesn't mean to obviously put yourself in a toxic soup all the time because you do want to eliminate most of toxic influences. But when you are around them, it's important that you use it as a tool for growth. There's nothing in this world that doesn't offer us a glimpse into our higher purpose. So for me, I know that my purpose here, especially when I have the gene keys, it's a lot easier to understand it. But my purpose is to meet non-love with love or to be graceful in situations that would trigger people. And yeah, that's not easy. But that's why I think that using, you know, our toxic situations as an, an opportunity for growth can be a very powerful thing. So yes, eliminate most of the toxicity, but also allow some of that in because it does still offer an opportunity to take yourself to that next level. Now, before I hop off of here, there is one more thing that I do that I absolutely love and it helps to release my tension in my nervous system and get my body into a receptive mode. And that is to listen to meditation music. So music that is just a bunch of instruments without any voices and that kind of thing is very relaxing for me. And so in order for me to maintain a positive outlook on life, it's important again that I give myself what I need, which has to do with calming my nervous system. And I know that this is very common for most of us because when we're stressed out, immediately we go into fight, flight, or freeze mode. Having a calm nervous system is going to help us approach situations, especially those challenging times, with more grace. So these are just some examples of how I maintain a positive outlook on life. And the very most important thing that I think we need to reiterate here is that A, we are not always positive and I am definitely not always positive, but I do know that my attitude has everything to do with the experience that I'm going to have. And so the more conscious that I become of the fact that I have a choice, the more empowered I feel and the more positive I can be. So I hope that this helped you. If it did, please head over to iTunes and leave a five-star written review explaining just a little bit of how this helped you and why you think somebody else should listen to this podcast. There's a link down in the description below. I hope that you have a beautiful rest of your week and I will talk to you on the next one. Bye.